And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Ock Sheen Washable. No, the man of many names and the rat of a red baron. Meow, 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 meow. No, you're not. Kind of like a, I liked the, the weird inflection that we had going there. <laughs> what if I should uh, adjust my alias to the frozen pizza? Any takers for that? So you want to just be the frozen pizza? No, just a thought. I don't think it work. The rat of a frozen pizza? I think that was the first thing I cooked in the house when we bought it. <laughs> was it frozen pizza? It was a Red Baron frozen pie. It's pretty funny. Was it original? I don't remember what the first thing I cooked here was. I think it was cheeseburgers. Meatloaf. Nah, it wasn't meatloaf. Isn't it barbecue or something? I don't know. I'll tell you what, the Monday night matchups have been real uh real dog shit lately, huh? Yeah, they're kinda worse than the Thursday ones sometimes. Alright. Starting lineups. Souls? Water. Nice. Oh, the mess. Mess, mess, mess. Gentlemen. Matthew, your take on Kendall changing his name to the frozen pizza? I mean, it fits. I think frozen pizza is too gourmet for him. Like in real life? Yeah, like I don't think Kendall's a frozen pizza. I think I think if Kendall, like, I don't know. Do you think he's a Celeste? No, like I think Kendall's like bowl of shrimp veins. Hmm. Or like breaded albacore tuna salad. Wow. That uh, I did not care for that. It's quite unpleasant. Well, describing Kendall. I know, but I just thought about it. Matt, you like a gourmet steak? Also, sorry, my voice sounds terrible. You know what Kendall would be, guys? Kendall would be tuna fish pancakes. Oh, you know, Mock, Kyle just gave you the nicest compliment I think he's ever given anybody. I know, then Mock immediately just went with, sorry, my voice sucks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even hear what he said. He, called, he said if you were a Fuji, you'd be a gourmet steak. Nice. Way to go, Souls. Good for you. Kendall, what are you drinking? From the Riddler Collection. I just cracked the seal of the Crown Royal XO. I was like, wait, really mad. Oh, you think he was about to pop a... Like, just to be funny, you couldn't say the start of a friggin'... Oh, you just, you know, be an absolute jerk after we talked about all the stuff off-air about the, the threats? Yes. Listen, I have something called respect. 
No, you don't. Yeah, no, you fucking don't. Thanks a lot, guys. This was the Frozen Pizza signing off. <laughs> Thank fucking God. <laughs> Matthew, what are you drinking? Miralax. Oh. The fuck is that? A joke. I'm just drinking water. Makes, a joke. Makes you poo. I was say, that's the stuff that makes you poo. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's a laxative? Yeah, it's it like, is. hence the word lax. Kyle, it's, uh, Kyle, it's otherwise known as butthole epicac. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. I have that every day. Hmm. I have that every day. <laughs> I'll never forget hearing, I remember hearing a comedian said, oh, he was like, oh, that's not good. Sorry. Is anybody watching the game? No. No. Uh, yeah, for, first and 10, Kyler Murray scrambles, non-contact, goes straight to the ground. Yikes. Ooh, gonna go ahead and turn on ESPN real quick. <laughs> Yep, he just he was trying to do like juke moves for defenders that were like four yards away from him. He cut in, cut out, and then just went down and melted to the ground. Let's see this replay. I like how Massey gets so erect for any bad stuff that happens to NFC West teams that aren't the Rams. I tell you what, the side profile true? that they showed of him, it's like fall, it looked like he got shot. Like it, it looked like like his body just like went limp, like he just went down. Right, anyway, sorry, uh, I. I'm drinking from the Reed. Co- no, I'm just kidding. From my own collection. You should say Reed has a collection. I am drinking a Founders Breakfast Stout. Reed has a collection. Mark. Just we all bought it for. Mark. Yes. I got a question for you. What's up? You know how to make a roux? Um, you know, me and Paul were talking about this the other day. I don't. All right. Then you are, you are bypass from the budget in the free. But do you also agree that what I described Kendall's roux as is not a roux? Now, I'm, I'm yeah. going to need more information because I don't even really fully know what it is. So a roux, a roux is basically like it's like butter and flour. You melt, okay. you, melt you melt butter in a pan and then you whisk flour in to get like a, like a thicker consistency. And then you start like, and then you would like melt cheese into it to start making a cheese sauce for macaroni and cheese. Okay. So like when Waka makes her macaroni and cheese for parties, it always starts with butter and flour. And then you get that to a thick brown consistency. And then you start melting the cheese into that. Kendall thinks that the, Kendall thinks that his roux is that he's also making a roux by just putting flour, butter, cheese, macaroni, and whatever else all in the pan at one time and cooking it. No, not the macaroni part. Just immediately with the cheese, though. Oh, so, yeah, so Kendall just takes a cold pan, he turns it up to, to whatever temperature, and then just throws cheese, butter, and flour all together in their, like, in their original states and melts them all down together. Sounds like a pretty so, good roux to me. So I'll be honest. I mean, if I if I make a mac and cheese... I don't use much flour, but I mean, I just kind of pour like milk in and then the cheese. So that's what like the, a... the, the, so the, the, you don't have to do, a, the, so the argument isn't how you make macaroni and cheese. The argument is more that what Kendall does isn't a roux. A roux is you start with butter and flour and then you use milk and you, you get it to like, it's, it's almost like, it's, it's like the pre, like, you know how like if you're making a, a, a sauce and you need to thicken it up, you would make like a cornstarch slurry. Yeah, you would, you would do like one tablespoon of cornstarch, one tablespoon of water, mix it, and then you you know it's a liquid, and then when you put it in the pan, it starts thickening everything up. Yeah, 
a roux is just like the precursor version of that. You do that first so that you have a thick sauce. So like you, you would start doing, you would do those things and then you would put, once you get the roux going, you put the cheese in, it helps the cheese melt, but not burn, you know, and it, it's more so like you would do it more so for like grated cheese and stuff. Like I'm not saying that the way Kendall makes macaroni and cheese is the wrong way to make macaroni and cheese. I'm just yes. saying, I'm just saying that the way that he's putting everything in a pan together, it's no longer a roux. He's just making, uh, he's just heating up a bunch of stuff in a pot. He's basically making fucking cheese stir fry. Quick side note: I want our band name to be Cornstarch Slurry. I think that sounds sick. Are you gonna be our? I'm gonna be what? Yeah, he's gonna be the guy who writes all the songs and just never finishes them. Massey, nice... you could join our air band at any time, but you know, with the comments like that. You know, I really thought I was going to get. I was, I was about to say, I really thought I was going to get a lot more laughs than that. Yeah. No, I, I, I said good dig. No, I didn't hear you. Yeah, let the silence wash <laughs> over you like it does for me anytime I speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long until Kendall has this full psychological collapse? We're living it, buddy. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we've truly. I don't think we've truly bullied Kendall until he either, you know, snaps and calls somebody, you know, a, uh, uh, the R word or he, uh, hits Rebecca. I think if he hits Rebecca, then, then, then we've, we've done it. We've been mean enough. I really shouldn't let it get there though. I will never choose violence. Yeah, you're pretty violent when you're drunk. Kendall, I, I wasn't there, but I, I've heard stories of you, uh, you, you choosing violence on your own arm. What? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Kendall uh, thought a razor blade wasn't going to cut him, so he sliced his arm. You know, a lot. What? <laughs> First time I ever hung out with him. And guess you still stand. This just keeps getting better. Yeah. All right. I, all right. I need to know more about this. All right, well, let's finish our intro. So, Mock, what are you drinking? I have a Bud Light. All right. And, Massey, did you say what you were drinking? Just water? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's do Toast of Excellence. Uh, I'll go first. Did anybody call any dibs this week? I don't believe so. All right. Uh, so I my did. Tip, did you? Yeah. What was it on? <laughs> it happened Thursday night. Okay. Um. So my toast of excellence is to uh, Brock Purdy for not only being the first uh, Mr. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown pass in a game, but is also that true. Yeah, that's what I mean. I saw it on the TV. I don't know if it's true. You know, the TV's wrong a lot. <laughs> I'm not being a dick. I'm saying like I, I've seen a lot of stats on on like broadcasted games that were just wrong. Um, but uh. Not only is he the first Mr. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown pass in a game, but I think it's also just ironic that as Mr. Irrelevant, he came in and won a game against the not only most winning quarterback of all time, but who's regarded as the greatest late-round steal of in NFL history. So, fun and, fact to tack on to that, if you didn't have any more? Uh, I don't have any more. That's also Tom Brady's first time losing to a quarterback in their first start. Wow. There you go. So, can I kind of piggyback off what Bassie just said? Mm-hmm. 
Is it really dumb when people say that Brady lost to another quarterback? Yes. Yeah. It's, no, it is. It, it's no. I, I I understand. Like I, like I'm not saying like <laughs> Brady. I'm just saying like. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm not saying. Well, like because no, that's all we I, heard. You know. it, nothing makes me more mad than when they highlight. You know, like oh my god, can you believe it? Tonight we have fucking Jacob Degrom versus Garrett Cole, and it's like, well, no. At no point in the game are those two going to go against each other. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mind when they say, like, you know, oh, they're going head to head. But I remember, like, when Peyton was still playing, they're like, well, you know, he's, he's fucking whatever, five and seven against Tom Brady. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, they don't, they're not doing anything against each other. <laughs> right. Like the real, the real thing should have been, you know, Bill Belichick versus Pey- Peyton. Manning. <clears throat> yes. So it's, it's just funny. It's one of those funny things they do in sports. Yeah. Uh, anybody else have a toast? Mass? Uh... I have a toast of excellence to Baker Mayfield for landing in LA Tuesday at 9 p.m. and starting a game for the Rams Tuesday at 5 p.m. and leading a comeback drive, 98 yards for the touchdown to Woke win the game for the Rams. <laughs> Woke up feeling dangerous. That's the Rams' first win in six weeks. And I am fully back on board the Baker train. <laughs> if if nothing else, it's going to make the rest of our games watchable. Do you see the thing? We may the- not win. He may not be great. See, here's here's what I described Baker Mayfield to to a friend of mine. Baker Mayfield not may not be a great quarterback, but he's fun to watch. Look, all all. Mayfield did was solidify him and Jimmy Garoppolo go Jimmy Garoppolo fighting for the the Colts starting job next year. <laughs> yep. It's a. That's I mean, both, they're both because the Colts they're both going to just go to the Colts. <laughs> we've talked about it enough on the show, but like, I'm not the biggest Garoppolo fan, but that guy has the worst luck I think we've yeah. ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, really, like the Keenan, day before, Keenan Allen's had had pretty comparable injury luck. Uh, but what I mean is, like Garoppolo, you know, he gets traded to the Niners. They give him the big contract. Pretty much every off season since then, they want to trade him. And this year, he gets benched for Lance, stays on the team, and you know, Lance gets goes down. He comes in, was playing decent. Now they're like, "Hey, I'm willing to come back." Oh, I broke my foot off. I'm out for the year again. <laughs> and, and third, third backup comes in wins. It's just he's got to have the worst NFL luck we've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it is pretty rough. Yeah, I have no love for him, but I do feel bad. No, you don't. Uh, I I do. Like, am I happy he's not going to be playing in San Francisco again? Extremely. Am I sad for him as a person? Yeah, yeah, I'd say. I am. It's probably the only 49er I'd actually feel that bad about. Hey, Massey, quick question. When's your guys? When do you guys have your next first for your next first round pick? Uh, not this coming year. The year after that. So 2025. Kyle, you're unmuted. Yeah, Kyle, I didn't mute you. I Somebody did. Fucking muted me. I did. I don't know why. 20, 2025. Uh, yes. Right. No. So- 2024, because this year is 2023. 
2024. Okay. I want, uh, without, I don't want Matthew to give any insight to this question. Uh. Matthew, go last. All right, Mass. Yep. What's the over under on uh, next season, the Rams trading that first round pick to get Jared Goff back? I'd take the under. That would be so funny. Be so fucking funny. Welcome him back. I, I've never hated Jared for leaving or anything like that. I've rooted for him since he left. I tell you what, how funny would it be if like Jared Goff's like, all right, I'll come back on one condition. Be like, what's that, Jared? Like, I want Sam Bradford as my backup. All right, you're out. <laughs> Anybody else have any toast they'd like to give? I have something that made me sad. Back in New York. What'd you say, Mark? Aaron Judge is back in New York. Yep. Long time met. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have something that made me sad. What? So, amongst everything happening right now, obviously the McFavors continue to swirl and swirl and swirl. Excuse me. A report came out today, or yesterday, that Sean Payton's preference when he does not return to coaching is to do so in Los Angeles, uh, which was then commented by a beat writer that I follow, which is the guy who wrote the article with Ian Rappaport said LA gig didn't confine that to the chargers. I'm getting really nervous. There's something wrong with Sean leaving. Hmm. Well, Hey, I mean, you know, it's not every day you get to replace a young Sean with an old Sean. <laughs> That's also true. T.Y. Hilton to the Cowboys. The biggest who cares move of the year. Did it actually happen? Yeah. 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 Well, that just means that Odell's not ready yet. I say that means Odell's not ready to play for at least three more weeks. <laughs> so he, said he didn't well, want that, to play in the regular season. I tell you, do you guys, in all seriousness, do you think Dallas gets in any trouble for disclosing like the knee stuff? How? So, like, after he met with the Cowboys, they they like publicly announced that, like, you know, his knee isn't ready. And, uh, and they, they said saying, like, that their to their standards, that's not releasing even... that's not giving anything away to HIPAA. That's saying that their doctor evaluated and what his thoughts were. I mean it it's still revealing like somebody else's Yeah, but I mean but that's the the NFL does that all the time. I mean uh, like they I reveal mean... people's like injury shit all the time. Like it's kind of like, you kind of like give up your own fucking medical rights when you when you play in a major sports league. The Kyler Murray went down. I mean, I'm willing to bet you that I'm gonna know Kyler Murray's what Kyler Murray's injury is before his fucking mom knows. <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, I, I was reading a few things saying that like they they could end up kind of in some trouble, like NFL union wise. I'd be very surprised. It, it would just be interesting. Well, I don't know. I mean, I. I don't think so because it's like the same type of deal. Like, like Massey said, like if you use the right jargon, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I guess you can have a healthy person, person come in and you can just say like, you know, yeah, our doctors analyze him, but you know, like his hips, you know, 
We yeah. have a concern about his hips, so we're not going to sign him. How is it or any whatever. different than like failing a physical? I mean, that happens all the time. I I don't know. I, I'm just saying, like, I was reading a few things about it, and they they were saying like because like Odell's camp didn't release it. I don't know. I don't know if it matters that he's a free agent or not. Hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't see that. I, it didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. I think it's one of those like much to do about nothing kind of things. It's like uh, you know, it's Odell and it's Dallas, so it's like everyone in the world's gonna click on it. But I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe something happens. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my quick toast, um, just a cool moment was that uh, from the Sunday night game that uh, flipped to Terry Kill to to score on the fumble recovery. I I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Tyree Kill is. Good I was just going to say Ty- Tyree Kill is the first player in Super Bowl history for a touchdown via kick return. See, and this is this is the, this is the problem. Is like I, I would love to know what the actual jargon is, but it's it's kick return, punt return, receiving, rushing, and fumble recovery in a career. He's the first one to have all five. Yeah. But here's my question: Is it? When you get when you get a safety, right, mm-hmm. and they have to do the free kick, yeah, is that constituted as a kickoff? Yes, even though it's not a kickoff, because it, it's not a <sighs> it's a free kick. Like it, you know what I mean? Like, like, is it actually deemed a kickoff? I believe it is. I'll double check real quick. Give me a second. I mean, it, it, it could be because, I mean, like, you know, the NFL posted it. So, I mean, I'm sure they did their own homework on it. But, like, it just it seems weird because, like, that's what Tyree Kill's return is on. It's on a free kick. Yeah. And that's what they're constituting as a kickoff return for a touchdown. It just seems weird to me. It's like it's it's like different. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. That, that's his only kick return? Uh, that's the one that showed. I don't know if it's his only one. Uh, I don't know. I, I only had because I know, like, he was returning er- like earlier for the Chiefs. So, I don't know if he had. One. Even still, like that's just like I don't know. That, that's weird. It's like is that constitute as a kick return for a touchdown, or is it just constitute as a return touchdown? <laughs> weird thing. Yeah. Well, really fouls committed by the, the after safety scored in American football. The ball is kicked off to the team that scored the safety. Well, it's just it's it's just weird. So then, why do they call it a free kick? You think it's the way the the where he's kicking the ball changes, but it's still a kickoff. No, but they call like, no, but like if, if you see it happen, if you see a safety get like all the announcers, like NFL analysts, all they'll all say like, you know, like, Oh, the punters in to, to kick the free kick. You know, they so, don't think oh, the punters in for the kickoff. I think you yeah. have the option. Just weird. Is the, is the free- rule on it though? Like when they do the free kick, isn't the kicking team, like, can't they not move till the guy catches it or something? Free no, kick is a move. kickoff or a safety kick that puts the ball in play to start a free kick down. It must be made blah, blah, blah. from the kicking point from the offensive team restraining line and be between the inbound lines. Blah, blah. So the free kick and... is like, it's like the kickoff mock. All the all the returner people like they can. Yeah, we can hear you breathing. I believe they can run when the ball's kicked. But the thing is, is it's not a kickoff. They can't run up. It's a freestanding punt. 
Okay. Massey, so the ball, the balls, like I mean, like like I've never seen after a safety, I've never seen a, a free kick go into the end zone for a touchback because you can't run up and punt it. You know, you can't run up and kick it. You're like freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a one step drop punt. Massey, does it say in the rules at all about you have the option from having from a T or like? That's what I'm double checking. So I feel like I've seen it both ways, but but you're right. It's like the ball is like always returned. Well, the thing though is like, but either way though, even if it's on a tee, they you still can't do the run up. Well, right, yeah. I was I was just curious. I'm pretty sure you can't do any sort of like, yeah, you can't take like three steps up to the ball. Uh, bye, bye, Mark. <laughs> Eddie's Hi, back. Mark. Uh, better than ever. Mark, you are. You just have the struggle bus with this Discord thing, huh? I don't know what happens. Like, every once in a while, it'll just, like, through my headphones, I hear a noise. I can still hear you guys, but then the mic stops. So I don't know if, like, the free kick or... The free kick is lined up like a kickoff or rather than a field goal. Is there is no snap and no key, kicking tees allowed. Instead, the ball must be placed or drop kicked. The defense must stand at least 10 yards from the line of scrimmage before the ball is kicked. But yes, it does count as a kickoff because it's filed under the kickoff rules. It's just weird. Like, I don't know why. Why do they make up a different word for it? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's it's, it's stupid. I know. It'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like if the two point conversion was under the touchdown category, but they called it the two point conversion. Tell you what, Mac Jones versus Colt McCoy. This is turning out to be a real boring fucking game. <laughs> yep. Oh, guys, I made the playoffs. Yep, he made the playoffs. Good job, bud. I'm proud of you. Really skidded into the end there. So who missed it? Uh, me and Paul. Me, Kyle, Jeff, and Tyler. Interesting. Yeah. Tyler? Not even close. <laughs> I wasn't either. Although, his one win against me is really what had me, like, almost not in the playoffs. If I had that so win, then still this would have mattered. I like how every year, sometimes, like, Tyler will just opt to just not play any players at all. Oh, you mean like this week when he put up 50 points? Yeah. <laughs> and half of, well, half, so, of them, half of them were from a... Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> what happened with him, too, this year was that his phone is so old, he couldn't update it to, like, run the Yahoo app. <laughs> so he couldn't, like, update it. At, like, he would have to, like, ask Kyle to go and edit his team. Yeah, that sucks. Tell him next or, year. or have to do it, like, from his computer, but. Tell him next year he can only edit his team via certified mail. <laughs> what phone does he have? He has like the 7 Plus. Actually, Kendall, remember Rico? Yeah. So up until we graduated from college, Mock, this kid Rico at Eastern was rocking the iPhone 3. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it took... It took he was. He's like, I never let it die because when it completely <laughs> dies, he goes, I have. To, from the time I plug it into the charger to the time I can text somebody, it usually takes forty-five minutes. 
I was like, is it really, are you really saving anything at that point? <laughs> and I'm a firm believer in the iPhone conspiracy. I don't know how he survived that far. What iPhone conspiracy? Oh, after the new phones come out, any older generation phones start to slowly work less. That's like, not a conspiracy. They were, they've literally been sued in court over it. Honestly, they got in a lot of trouble for it. Yeah. They still do it, but it's not a conspiracy. They just do it out in the open. Hey, so be it. Yeah. How did we talk more last week when we had three people than we do with five? <laughs> we're, we're talking. A lot of dead silences. Well, it's just... I think you just you wait for more people to you're, there's more people so you're, you're waiting to make sure that before you move on to the next thing everyone gets a chance to chime in we constantly talk off to each other and move on to different stuff that's not it we constantly jerk off to each other is what you meant to say hey, this is true actually Mark was oh, pitching the- that for a show idea <laughs> <laughs> had a pretty funny show idea just jerk that? off so you have all five of us on the air. Right? Mm. One person is self-pleasuring. We have to figure out who it is. Honor My system. is going to be Kyle to start every single it's time. Pretty much always going to be Kyle. Well, the thing it is, self-pleasuring. I think there's got to be a thing like, uh, like we got to do like a like a card thing. You know, like everyone draws a card. It's got to be like a way where like nobody knows who the person is, kind of thing. You yeah, know, like like Among Us. But the thing is, I think I think the rule is that I think you're allotted, like you have to have a group majority vote, um, at the halfway mark, and then a group majority vote at the end of the show. So you get two chances to try to figure out who it is, but the person who is jerking off gets the guess as well. So there could be some throw-offs there, and then I think the person who is jerking off they should get points for however many times they can finish before being caught. I was going to ask that. So, like, if you finish up, you just have to wait till you reload and just go again. You know, no. <laughs> if you if you can fire off six before the halfway point of the show, then you get six points. Wow. This is the new just MD points. <laughs> I have three already. <laughs> Would not surprise me. That's You're good. talking about this month, right? That's pretty good. I mean, he averaged. One every ten minutes on the show so far. Good on you, so pretty good. Man, Kyle's got a really low refractory period. <laughs> What's all that Mountain Dew? <laughs> oh, Kyle, I meant to tell you this the other day. I was telling Paul, yeah. I drank a Mountain Dew the other day for the first time, and no joke, probably like five years. Yeah, it is fucking terrible. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're tasting soda's bad. So <laughs> I like how he just saved this story for you. <laughs> it's like, hey, by the way, the thing you like sucks. That Pepsi really does define their friendship. Pepsi sucks. Pepsi's better than Coke. That's not even close. I like I the mix of you there on that. RC Cola sucks, though. You ever have a Shasta? No. I don't, know. I, don't I, have. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's a, uh, it's a foreign that's soda. Dollar Tree soda. Oh, is uh, it? Uh, it's not what I was thinking of then. And it is not 
good. I like to buy supermarket colas when they're available. Look, you, you don't know what it's like to struggle till you've gotten pineapple soda in a three-liter container. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I don't once bought a pineapple soda. I think you bought it for me. That's how yeah, it went. Yeah, but you drink it. I did. It was fine, I guess. I don't really have good or bad things to say about it. Hey, Kendall, remember the time that you fell asleep when Jeff's recliner drunk and you woke up the next morning and you spent 45 minutes walking around his backyard because you were convinced you swallowed sus pouches? Yeah. Yeah, I sure do. And you, and, and then we found out that you didn't? Yeah, it was pretty anticlimactic when we found him on the stoop. That was the same day I went to a McDonald's with Vito to get everybody food. And while Vito and I were driving back from the, the McDonald's on route five, we watched an old man walking by, uh, the walking on the corner there, 68 and, uh, industrial park road with a shopping cart and the, the wind blew and knocked the whole cart over. And then there was just a bunch of cans all over the ground. And the guy just kept swearing and kicking the shopping cart. <laughs> it's my spirit animal. He was like, should we get out of the car and help him? I'm like, absolutely not. Keep driving. <laughs> We got McGriddles here, sir. This is what you about McGriddles. That guy had rabies. <laughs> and who knows? That guy might have been angry because some kids threw a fucking soda at his chest. <laughs> yeah, Mark. It was still funny. That guy was a douche. <laughs> oh, there's a stat everybody needs. Cliff Kingsbury has not won a challenge since 2019. Ah, uh, yes. Injected <laughs> into my veins. Going, going through the Mike Tomlin approach? No, 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 no. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin's stats are Mike Tomlin has not thrown a challenge flag since week fifteen of this. <laughs> I'd be curious to see what Mike Tomlin's career numbers are: two point conversion attempts versus challenge flags thrown. <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> we're up, we're up seventeen nothing. Score touchdown, two point conversion. Yeah, let's see. This will put us up. This will put us up by five scores instead of four. <laughs> uh, Mike Tomlin has thrown eighty six challenges in his career, and one four of them. One thirty six for a win percentage of forty seven percent. Not bad. Yeah, but does uh, it all? the amount of tripped players on kick returns and then your question was about two-point conversions yeah how many times has he gone for two good luck getting that stat so quick i do enjoy the the replay of uh tomlin being on the field on that return like any the reaction wow. is like oh i didn't realize i was on the field yeah. oh whoops <laughs> go sammy as mcl sprain will be back before playoffs What year did they hire Mike Tomlin? Oh, uh, right after seven. Oh, now we're Sean Stevenson's down. This what year did you say? I think it's 2007. My. You're not just going on to MikeTomlin.com? I don't understand. Started as the head coach 2007. We talked about Brittany Griner today. No, we're not going to. 
<laughs> like the kids say, you could miss me on that topic. Kendall? Kendall, shut up, dude. I won't. I won't do it. Kendall? Nope. Nope, you can tell me whatever. I'm just going to continue doing it. <laughs> All right. Stop drinking. So take that. <laughs> Souls. <laughs> Why don't you make like a tree and you know the rest. Stand there? Hey, I know we've been all over the place. Do you remember on the Pittsburgh trip, I was thinking about this the other day, and one of the songs I picked was Misunderstanding, and you would, and you would sing, How Could You Be Standing? What? So there's a song, Misunderstanding, by uh, by Genesis, and Kyle mm-hmm. would sing the song, and he'd go, How Could You Be Standing? No, I don't remember that, but oh. that checks out. I was thinking about that the other day. I was laughing to myself like an idiot. <laughs> that also checks out. Hey, Mark, you still there? Yep. All right. So, should we talk some sports? Yeah. I mean, we, right. we've been I, talking I sports. I wanted to talk about uh, the World Cup. <laughs> Kyle, take us away. Gotta go. Portugal lost. Yeah, they did. The Netherlands lost. Yep. You're, you're doing good. Croatia <laughs> Take lost. Take us <laughs> That's where you lose. They won. God damn it. Argentina still in. Yep. Morocco still in. Okay. All right. USA blows. Well, no, the USA doesn't blow, Kyle. It's just they have the uh, four years from now we'll be ready mentality. World Cup, <laughs> World Cup's here next time. In Boston, Massachusetts. No, nope. no, I think the final. I think the final will be in SoFi. I know they they said um, Dallas was renovating the stadium for the World Cup. Yeah, Dallas is going to host. I know there's going to be there's going to be games in MetLife. There's going to be games in Gillette. I think Miami's hosting. I think uh, FedEx Field will host. Dallas will host. LA's hosting. I believe Levi Stadium's going to host just because of how big it is. Las Vegas will obviously host. The major- I think there's I think there was like something where like they said like they're they're only planning. Um, there's only going to be like one or two, like venues that won't be NFL stadiums, just for capacity purposes. Like I think that, I think there might they might do a couple in some college stadiums because there are some college stadiums that are just fucking bananas big. But the problem is, is I don't I don't know how well the United States is going to uh, handle Japan playing South you know South Africa in the fucking you know. Alabama. <laughs> like, and in local news, racist Americans destroy World Cup. <laughs> Excited for time. I reading that this week. So, uh, baseball, you wanted to talk about some baseball stuff. Talk about some baseball stuff. Did you guys go over any of the signings last week? Yep. We talked about them all. I have all you fucking tell me the truth there, but. I'm pretty sure I am. We are. We did. We talked about it. We talked about 
everything that had happened up to that point. There wasn't a whole, whole lot to talk about. Yeah, so go fuck yourself, Kyle. <laughs> All right, you go fuck yourself, Mass. We talked about the big stuff. We didn't talk about, you know, fucking, like... Guys, we're playing my game next week. Uh, it's almost funnier, like, when you could, like, know what the person's going to say. Like, it was just teed up so, so perfect. <laughs> what are you talking about? The way Mass is just like, you just go fuck yourself. Just... <laughs> Trey Turner was the week before this week. Trey Turner was... I think we talked about Trey Turner last week, right? We talked about Trey Turner. We talked about Verlander. We talked about Clevenger. We talked about Abreu. Well, Judge... Arson Judge is with the Yankees again. Yep, Judge is back. That guy is really hated in San Francisco. (laughs) He didn't even do anything. What do you mean? You get talking about the guy who broke the news or judge himself? Yeah. Both. The guy that broke the news. Oh, I thought you said judge. No, no, no. Judge didn't do it, but like this guy was like, Hey, deal's done. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, shit happens though. He's not um, do it. The Mets signed Cody Senga. Which I don't know what to say about that. I don't know anything about this guy. He could be that Kaz Matsuzuki. Oh, it's Kaz Matsuzuki, sir. That's the guy that Boston signed? No. The Mets signed him. The oh, pitcher. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's... The Red Sox signed the first baseman. I feel like other than... Ichiro, I think there's been a lot of signings from the Japanese leagues that I feel like have not panned out. Yeah, they have. And that's why they scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, but yet it seems like every, I don't know, call it four or five years, like there's this pitching prospect well, that's just been like, hey, we got to get this guy in MLB. I mean, Tanaka, Tanaka was all right. Shohei's whatever. I mean, well... He, he's panning wow. out pretty well. Um, like, uh, Matsui was good. Remember, like, Keiagawa? That guy sucked. Yeah. You Koji know, like, Uhara. I mean, he had, what, like, two years where he was good? Mm-hmm. I mean, Dice K was decent for a, a hot second. You're playing shortstop for Ichiro's team the other day. Oh, man. I just thought of something that's kind of off topic, but Kyle just made me think of it. Oh, did you see that thing with Yamir Yager? No. So he owns a team, a hockey team in the Czech Republic, right? Yep. And their team, um, like, got hit. I don't know if they all have, like, the fucking flu, but, like, most of the team is sick. So they already had to postpone one game. And if they had to postpone another game, then, like, the team, like, the entire team, I think, like, gets suspended in the league. So, Yager was short a guy, so he just suits up and goes and plays. Played, like, 15 minutes of ice time, had two assists. <laughs> and, I mean, I think they lost, like, 7-2. to two. But, um... That's just, just like, some excellence. Yeah. It's like, we just gotta get out there. <laughs> but some people, they said, we're kind of pissed, because, like, because it was a professional game, um, 
it delayed his availability to like the hockey hall of fame. Oh yeah. But it was just funny. He's like, yeah, I mean, someone had to get out there. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. And the guy, I mean, you figure, I mean, I got to imagine that he's not, you know, fully training the same. Just go out there, still put a couple of points on the board. Yeah, well, you know, it's like they say, talent doesn't go away, just physical ability does. <laughs> just say, the guy's fucking 50 years old. Good for him. Hope that happens. One We're talking day. about Asians. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, uh, Matthew, how do you feel about Wilson Contreras? You guys said he was good, so I'm excited. He's not really the greatest catcher in the world. Why am I excited? He could hit the shit out of the ball. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. You're t- you're taking you're, you're swapping you're swapping what you had for years with Molina. You're taking a you're taking a hit on defense, but you're getting way better offense. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take it. And you know, he just was a Cub, so he took away the Cubs' best player. Nice. Eighty-eight more then, years uh, for them. Alexander Bogart's got a lot of money. All right, I have an answer for you guys. Okay. Mike Tomlin in his career has attempted 62 uh, two-point attempts and so just converted 47 of them for a 76% completion rate. So he's challenged more plays than he's gone for two-point conversion. Uh, his challenges... Let's see. I have that right here. That one's actually quick. Uh, he has challenged 24 more times than he has gone for a two-point attempt. That's hilarious. I'd say it's closer than I thought. There you go. You're welcome. Happy I can answer this question. <laughs> Shout out to Mass for the dedication and finding that out. All right, Souls? Something else. No. Damn it. Tough sure I would have had at that time. You keep going with the baseball stuff. Yeah, Alexander Bogart's got 11 for 280, which is somebody had to go there because like five people said no to them. Well, they just want all the short stops. I wonder, I wonder if it's like a Tatis thing where people don't want to go there. To San Diego. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen, did you guys see the stat for the, uh, the Mets payroll? Yeah, like a billion. Yeah, they're spending a billion. Yeah. You know, don't say yeah and then come out with this thing that's ridiculous. I had I mean, a real say. Oh, it's not worth saying. You made it look it. Hurt my feelings. Continue. How? Because I was, really gonna, just, I was just spending gonna, a billion on one five guys. They're not spending a billion dollars. Yeah, they are. No. You think they're spending a billion dollars on five guys? Like, for the next, like, ten-something years, yeah. God, that's, that's not what I said, though. I said, did you hear what their payroll is? No. 
So. Well, you know, all the wind's out of my sails. I'm sinking now in the middle of the ocean. Okay. <laughs> Close the Mets, apparel. The Mets 2023 or 2020, yeah, 2023 payroll after the luxury tax is uh, just north of $440 million. <laughs> just putting money over there. And on the flip side, the Red Sox just had the third instance of letting, you know, the, one of the most meaningful players in their most recent franchise's most recent memory play the twilight of their career somewhere else. John Lester, Mookie Betts, and now... That's like the Red Sox favorite thing to do. Red like Sox a... fans should be pissed that they let Bogarts walk. You're only saying resigned. What's that? I said you can only say that because Judge resigned. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean, really, it, it's. I'm just well, they, like the money's I'm, not even close. That's what I mean. They they lowballed the shit out of him. Well, because and... they think he's going to struggle defensively really badly. Why? Because he's no more shift. He's not as agile as he used to be. His defense has gone down the last two years. I mean, he's still a gold glove shortstop that hits 30 home runs a year. The The kid is good. It's just... How old is he? What is he, 36? 30. Oh, Bogart? No, like, when, like the, the, he, when's the deal end? When he's 36? 41. They kind of do an 11-year deal. Yeah. Are you he sure Bogarts is 30? I think he's 28. No, nah, he's 30. 30. Is he? I, 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 that's, why, that's why I thought he was older, because I remember hearing that the con- the deal was up when he was in his 40s. But yeah. I didn't know it was an 11-year deal. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He 11 is for 280. Hey, guys. Xander Bogarts just signed an 11-year multi-million dollar deal at 30. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Not Probably much. barely making ends meet. <laughs> that's that's- well, that was perfect. And confirm. Isn't it crazy that they're like pretty much our age, but they're so much better than us at life? They're not better than us at life, Kyle. They have a talent that people pay to see. They're sideshow freaks. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kyle, you make us smile. That should that should stand for something. You can go fuck yourself, bud. Appreciate that, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talk about Josh Bell at all or no? No, we didn't deem him as important. He is important. <laughs> All right, then talk about it. Well, he went... Uh, oh, by the way, Kyle Murray will not return tonight. Um, no! He, he, signed with, that. <laughs> he signed with Cleveland, which is like the perfect spot for him. And he's got to opt out after this, next year. Terry Francona is going to make him a superstar. Guardians are going to be average. <laughs> All right. um, the Braves acquired Sean Murphy today in a three-team deal with the Brewers and the uh, Athletics. Who, who did the Dodgers get? They haven't gotten anybody yet. Who are they going after? They're going after some with Dansby Swanson? Yeah. 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 I, he was he was he was a brave, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember. I was like, I remember just seeing something where it was like, oh, Freddie Freeman set to reunite with ex-brave. 
Yep, and Danby Swanson's going to be sick for them. Christian Vasquez just signed a three-year deal with the Twins. And Kendall's boy, Chris Bassett, is a Blue Jay. Yeah, you got what, three years? Three years, 63. So not as much money people thought. Yeah, I was a little surprised, especially after the money he got going to the, the Mets from that that previous year and having a much better year before, um, I just figured it was going to kind of continue like an up, uphill trend, but I don't know. Oh, the Dodgers signed Jason Hayward. What to what? To, to DH? Uh, to play in the minors. I was going to say, like, like what, what would their plan be for him? Well, they're not going to do anything with him. I mean, he, they're not paying him shit. The Mets have the oldest pitching rotation in baseball history. Hey, we swapped pitchers. Yeah, but you got Jose Quintana, who's like 37. And you brought in Dave Robertson, who's 40. Yeah, I'm saying, though. Like, we tre- we You and I, we swapped baggage. Yeah, except I don't know how I feel about mine. <laughs> I guess the only... Paul's boy went to the Giants, Mitch Hanniger. The guy broke the all-time hitting record. <laughs> you guys talk about Kenley Jansen or no? No, he's also not important. <laughs> okay. You can talk he's about a, him. He's a Red Sox now. How old is he? 34, 35. I, don't know, I thought he was way older than that. 35. <laughs> And that's pretty much catching everybody up. Right. But yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Athletic made a signing, but he sucks. Who was it? Jace Peterson. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hopefully next week you'll see Correa go, Swanson, Rodon. Well, by the rule of our show, all this stuff's going to happen tomorrow <laughs> after the show's all said and done for the week. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Nothing really else happened. Crazy, right? <laughs> what other sports stuff do people want to chat about? The devils are sick. Do you have a moment to hear about our Lord and Savior, Baker Mayfield? Uh, Your Lord and Savior. I mean, if you have a speech prepared, I'd like to hear it. (laughs) I don't. I I tell you what, he's definitely earned another uh, another group of hating fan base around him. (laughs) I hope he comes back. No, I'm just saying, but like now there's just another entire NFL fan base that hates him. Who are the Raiders? The Lions. Oh, draft pick. Yeah, because I mean the Lions aren't doing themselves any favor with their draft pick. They're just gonna, you know, be the, the NFC team that outside the playoffs. Uh, what? 
they're gonna like if they're gonna be the NFC team that ends up like just missing the playoffs because they're winning all their games while everybody else ahead of them is like struggling to win games. I don't know. I see them actually possibly making the playoffs. What's their record? Six and seven. Yeah. Six and seven. I mean, they could. The NFC's not good. No, I mean, you figure, you know, the Seahawks, you know, got a game up on them. The Giants have a game and a half on them. I, I, we have to look at their schedules. Can Giants we, are playing good football. They don't play a starting quarterback for the next four weeks. The Giants have what? They have the Commanders, the Colts, the Eagles, and who else? Um, there's three weeks left or four? I think there's four. four. So who else? Do the who else do the Giants have to play? They they play the they have the Commanders and the Eagles once each. Oh, the Vikings. They have the Vikings too. Minnesota. So, yeah. So the Giants have a rough stretch, which actually might not be because the Vikings are you know terrible. Lions have the Jets, the Panthers. The Bears and the Packers. All right. So, I mean, you know, I could see them going two and two in that. I could see them going three and one or two and two. The, what, the Giants? No, the Lions. Oh. The Commanders have the, the Giants, the 49ers, the Browns, and the Cowboys. So the commanders four tough games. Do the Giants and Commanders tie again? It'd make me real mad, but it would also be really funny. If they if, if they tied again, it might be what saves both of them playoff implications. Because <laughs> like that that tie is what has the Giants still in seventh place. Yeah, if the Giants had lost that game, then they would have jumped by the Seahawks this week. Yeah, Seahawks had a bad loss. Do you think it's as equal to the the Vikings losing, or is is one worse than the other? Well, I think the Seahawks worse is worse. My thing, with, my thing with the Vikings, like they're not they're they're not a ten. They weren't a ten and one team. They they were because they won games, but like the, the, their their overall fifty three man roster wasn't ten and one good. I've been watching the Vikings my whole life, you know, like I know what they are and how they are. Vikings and, are super fake. Yeah, the, the Vikings have the, the the Vikings have the complete makings of of one and out in the playoffs. They can't stop anybody on defense. Yeah, their defense is bad, and you know they're they're finally realizing what life is like when. When there's the ability to, you know, like when teams can figure out what to do with Justin Jefferson, the Lions decided, hey, we're going to let Justin Jefferson do whatever he wants and everybody else is going to suck. <laughs> and, and I greatly appreciate them for that. Right. But it's, you know, but like on the flip side, too, there's a lot of games where like, you know, the games where the, the, the games where the Vikings like win. Like, like I'm confident in them winning, putting a 60 minute game together and winning. Are the games where like the Dud Justin Jefferson games because it means they get other people involved. Like Adam Thielen 
is like a non-existent player anymore. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Oh, I thought someone was... <laughs> so. Any, what else? Anybody else have anything to chime in with sports? Sports? Do you think the Lions take a quarterback? No. I don't think so either. I think Golf has played himself a permanent job. Yeah, I mean, I think if they can sure up some things on defense and, you know, everyone stays healthy, offensively things are kind of like clicking. You know, that the one-two punch running back is, you know, significant. And I think Goff, you know, can be more than a game manager in that system. I mean, he's – at one point he was, what, averaging like 300 and like 45 yards a game, something like that. Now, granted, they were playing from behind sometimes, but – are playing well. Like yeah. they have a lot of good weapons. They, they, well, I mean, I wouldn't say they have a lot of good weapons. I think they, they just have comparable players all over the place. They have, yeah. which, what really saves the Lions is that they haven't had in a long time. And what makes their offense click is they have a solid one-two puncher. You know, I, I stand, I stand by the the argument that if. Matt Stafford's tenure in the the Lions organization with Calvin Johnson, if they had had a, a consistent hundred yard, six touchdown a year rusher, the the Lions would have been making the playoffs almost. But they could just never run the ball. Yeah, now the Lions run the ball and it opens things up. Jared Goff is good at he's a good play action passer. It's funny during that Stafford spin, I can think of from memory, very few running backs that like jump off the page. <laughs> There's not a lot of them. I mean, well, no. Remember, for years the joke was like they didn't have a hundred yard rushing game, like five seasons. <laughs> yeah. Job at best. I was just thinking that Kyle. Was it who? Who was it that broke it? Was it Amir Abdullah? God, if it was. Yeah, like I said, I can't even think of, like, other than the guys you just mentioned, I can't really think of any other players. Reggie Bush, baby. <laughs> uh, who was that? Didn't they have a guy that had cancer? He was pretty solid for them. I forgot his name. Master, do you mind looking that up? <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Oh, the masses must have stepped away. I did. What did I miss? I asked uh, if you could look up the running back to the Lions that got cancer. Oh, but he yeah. was pretty uh, good. Jerome Harrison? Was that him? Yeah. They have Ruben Drones, too, I think. Ruben Drones, my goodness. Adrian Peterson. The fake Adrian Peterson. Well, when you say the fake Adrian Peterson, you really mean the real Adrian Peterson, right? Yeah, the fake Adrian Peterson also played for the Bears. No, no, that's oh, the, that's what I'm talking about. That's the real Adrian oh. Peterson. Yeah, that's the real Adrian. 
the the problem is the Lions got post uh, child beating Adrian Peterson, and he was never in. He wasn't the same. <laughs> did did the Vikings Adrian Peterson ever play for the Lions? Yes. Did he really? The Adrian Peterson that played for the Vikings was the, the same AP that played for the Vikings. I'm so confused now. So there was an Peterson that played for the Bears. He was drafted uh-huh. in like four. But like it wasn't like like it was a different Adrian Peterson. The Adrian Peterson that had Adrian... Uh, that one MVP ever played for the Lions. Yes. Okay. Did not know All that. Right. All right, Matthew, look up a, the list of fucking Lions running backs from like 2007 on. And watch the mediocrity flow over you. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think. Um... Evan Jones, TJ Duckett, Avian Cosson, <laughs> Brian Calhoun, Tatum Bell. God, Tatum Bell. There was one at one point there were like four or five Bell running backs in the league. All non-related. Yeah, well, sucked. Yeah. I think so. Um I expect, you know, come next year the Vikings to be very improved. Just just a, a thought. I I don't well, here's the thing. The defense can't be any worse. <laughs> Your best corner is a 95-year-old Patrick Peterson. And they will most likely play a third-place schedule? Second place. Second place. Yeah, because they're ahead of the Packers. I'm pretty sure it's Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears right now. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. No, I think you're right. Next question. Packers are five and eight. Right. It's Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. So the Lions are more than likely to play a second place schedule. Mm-hmm. But still, I think, you know, however things will get, you know, pan out they'll be favored in more games than this year. Yeah. I mean, you figure a lot of it's going to, a lot of it's going to depend on what's going to happen. You know, what's going to happen with the Packers this off season, you know, because one thing about the Packers, like the offense has been so bad that the defense has been on the field a lot. Um, Man, DeAndre Hopkins just made a one-handed catch in the back of the end zone with four Patriots defenders on top of him. <laughs> He was out of bounds, but it was pretty incredible. Okay, um, it was a pretty good catch. Like, the Packers, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, like I don't think the Packers are going to be, you know, like anything really crazy next year. But, like, the defense never really was able to click this year. The offense, it seems like, is starting to kind of put some stuff together. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers turn around and come out next year and are, you know, a 10-7 and 7 team. You know the Vikings are always going to find ways to win win games. They have a lot of talent, and then you know then and then there's going to be the questions. But you know what are the Bears going to be? I mean, I don't I don't think the Bears are a, you know even though they have all this cap space and 
they have some picks this year. I don't think they're going to be, you know, climbing up the contender ladder, but I, you know, I definitely think they'll be better, especially with fields having more experience. So it'd be interesting. I mean, you know, the lions, cause the thing with the lions is their offense is decent, but their defense is so bad. And it, you, you, it's really, really hard to fix to go like a complete polar opposite in one season without having any negative impact on the other side of the ball. Right. You know, like is the offense, you know, cause there's a lot of like, is the offense clicking so well this year because they get so much field time. <laughs> I think in general, mm-hmm. I, I sort of anticipate an NFC North shift. Maybe not <clears throat> drastic, but I think even this year, I think we've seen kind of the way things are leaning towards as far as a, like the escape of that division. Yeah. yeah. Russell Wilson still sucks. He got hurt too, didn't he? Yeah, he got a concussion. That's not like I have no clue what I like. Like I, I it, it's it's kind of like the. I look at Denver the same way I look at Arizona. It's like, like, you know, every, everyone, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Russell Wilson is being chastised and he has been playing, you know, his play has granted that chastising. And I know it brings Massey much joy. Um, but, <laughs> but like, my question is like, you know, like a lot, there's a lot of controversy around as, as to how poorly the, both of these teams have been playing around coaching and it's like is is coaching really enough like 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 the the fucking viking or the uh, the cardinals like the cardinals have consistently just been an underachieving team with all this talent is getting rid of cliff cliff kingsbury and bringing in a different head coach going to make them a 11 win team are they going to go from being four and eight at this point in the season to being fucking nine and three does they have the possibility to yes i don't think they do i'm coaching matters Coaching matters, but not five wins matters. There's talent to it. There, there's. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I, look I, at- I won't disagree with you that talent is a big player in that, but coaching can absolutely turn teams around. Like, look at the change from here's here's an example from in the season. Look at the Panthers. The Panthers have been competitive in every single game since they fired What's-His-Face. They have more rushing yards now than they do since they've traded Christian McCaffrey. But what's it resulted in, though? I'm pretty sure they've won a lot more games. What's the Panthers' record? Well, they have four wins. They're five and eight. Okay, so five wins. Well, so it's resulted in five wins. They didn't have a win before that. I don't know. But also, you got to think of it like this, though. We all, thought all... Frank, we all all thought Frank Reich was a great coach when he first got the job, too. I don't know. I I don't I don't think you I don't think bringing somebody into this the, the hard team makes them a, a, a twelve win team. Well, I think the whole system is flawed because it's it's you know post the whole Josh Rosen thing, and that's kind of like the the beginning of what we know the Cardinals to be now. And they they wanted Kyler Murray, then they wanted you know. The, the coach that would be paired with Kyler Murray to run this specific system that they, you know, were going to do. And it's, it's resulted in, I don't know, not even a playoff appearance, right? 
don't, I don't think they've gone to the playoffs together, have they? Yeah, they have. They have. They've just lost in the first round each time. Okay, so so what a Kendall. Can I cut you off real quick? Yes. Wait, Kendall talking about? What's that? He, he was saying that they. He was asking if they went to the playoffs. Who? Cardinals. Cardinals uh, in Kingsbury. When did they go to the playoffs? Uh, they, they lost last year to us in the wild card, and okay. then they went his first year, I think. That's it, because the year before, I know they didn't go. They they missed the playoffs because they lost the final game, and the Bears got it because of it. Um, I'll give you another perfect example of coaching this season. The Giants, who have pretty much the same roster as they did last year, if not worse, in or without more talent, and they have seven wins. And how many wins do they have since week 10? No offense, Mark. But that's not the point. It's a worse team that's resulted in a lot more wins. But the ta- but the talent is like the, the talent level. The talent is, is worse. But the talent right, and they the, got better. The talent is different on it. This Viking, this 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 Cardinals team should Cliff Kingsbury and this Cardinals team. I don't care how bad Cliff Kingsbury is. The talent is a, is a nine win team. The talent there is a nine win team. Coaching doesn't do doesn't have anything to do with. Your oh, the last three years, the Giants have been a four-win team at best, and now they're a seven-win team. So it's resulting right. The talent yeah. hasn't changed. Okay, I, I don't know. If, okay, so if, you're right, then I guess if you get rid of Cliff Kingsbury and you bring in a comparable head coach, they're a twelve-win team. I I don't see it. I think if Cliff Kingsbury's fired, I think the Cardinals still finish third in the NFC South, NFC West next year, and they don't make the playoffs. I don't think Kyler Murray's that good. I don't think the team clicks. I don't think anybody on the team gets along. I don't think I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm having the discussion about Cliff coaching matter. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is the reason this team is bad. I think, I think he's part of it. I think he makes questionable calls that maybe result in a loss or two a year. I think Allen is poor. I think that it's the same thing on like Denver. I think bringing in a different head coach in Denver is going to result in them being the Super Bowl contenders everybody thought they were. I think that people just don't like each other on that team and the chemistry is not good. The talent level's there, but it's all individualized efforts with no team chemistry. I don't think the coaching is going to result in them getting more wins, like a, a substantially more wins that result in the playoffs. I don't think in those two teams, I don't think coaching changes is really going to matter. I don't think Kyler Murray's coachable. I mean, this team, this team right now is losing to a sorry Patriots team. With no life, <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree with any of what you said. I don't think coaching matters in this situation, specifically to the Cardinals. I don't think it matters to the Cardinals, and I don't think it matters to Denver. I argue maybe to the Cardinals, not to the degree that I was saying it's possible to change. I. I think you're right that they're a wild card team at best right now. I don't think uh, if they had the ideal situation, I think the talent on this team is able to get to the wild card. I don't think they're able to get past it, but I think that they're at least that level. Ron, I'll agree with you again. I 
the defense is really good. The offense, I think, has the ability to be really good. It's just that Russell Wilson isn't. I mean, yesterday he played okay. You saw what that offense is capable of producing. I just don't think that they can do it consistently. Well, I don't even think his teammates like him. They don't. They all hate him. Yeah, well, I think that's another big problem in Arizona is that everybody hates Cliff. He doesn't have the locker room. And I don't think that people like Kyler Murray either. Yeah, I mean, I, well, they it's... said like nobody was at Russell Wilson's birthday party. Yeah, I think as far as what this Denver season is, it's, it's, it's an over to lost cause. You know, I mean, perhaps yeah. it could be well, salvaged. Eliminated from the playoff contention. So, yes, it is a lost cause. Yeah, but I just I just mean in general, even if like, you know, let's say they, they win two more games or whatever, like. You're not going to change your their opinion of your teammates in two weeks. I think it's going to whatever's going to become of that situation is going to at least take a whole off season and, and you know a lot of like deep thinking and, and and looking looking back onto what happened. For me, like when we talk about Arizona, in a sentence, can someone describe to me what that offense is supposed to be? I, I'm just I'm just curious, like what. Well, the players they have, I can hop down there the, somewhere. Like, uh, was it like, in my opinion, like, like hey, so we want to have this mobile quarterback. Let's be like the trend that everything is, and then we're gonna build what players around him. One, a, a very athletic receiver, and that's it. And that will be how our system works. I just, I don't understand. Well, they got Hollywood Brown to go with Hopkins. The offense wasn't much better when he was on the field. Yeah, I just I just feel like there there was no no plan put in place other than hey, uh, we're trusting Cliff Kingsbury to be he's going to come in with this offense. We got the quarterback we want, and then everything will will just win. I just I don't understand what what the the plan was. I think you're overestimating and thinking that there was a plan. <laughs> Probably. The Cardinals made moves to get the team better. It just never really panned out. The only move that's really made... Which hasn't made a huge difference in their offense. I mean, when he played, he was one of the top tight ends. Before he got hurt. He was getting garbage, garbage stuff. He wasn't actually doing anything in that offense. Before Hollywood Brown got hurt, he was doing big stuff. He was doing okay. There was no D-hop, so you can't really say that. I, I mean, I can say that because he was just doing okay. D-hop doesn't have... Uh, in, or Hollywood Brown out there, and he's doing fine. Way different receivers. I mean, yes, but if you ex- if you go out there and get them expecting to be this huge guy that you're willing to trade a first-round pick for, you would assume that he'd be able to be the number one receiver. You don't go out and trade a first-round pick for a number two. Well, we did. That's all Hollywood Brown ever was. In what you envision that... Right. You, it's what you envision them to be. I'm not necessarily saying he is a uh, number one receiver, but they envisioned him to be. Correct. So you would expect him to be able to do at least okay as the number one. When they traded for him, did they know about Hopkins' suspension? Yes. 
That I didn't yes. know. Hopkins was already suspended. Okay. I mean, for me, it was this is just kind of like a, a waste of their time because we've seen it now on three three separate occasions um, in, within the division. You know, the Rams made some moves and they they went out went went to Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl. The Forty ers have been, you know you know really good and you know sometimes you know not but like and then in seattle they lose russell wilson who has been their guy forever and they they bring in another quarterback and are are winning games and in all these scenarios the, the three other teams in the nfc west are succeeding where arizona has not met their expectations so i just mean Look at this. The you expected the Cardinals to be at least a playoff team in Seattle to be a top three pick. Seattle has a top three pick, but it's not even fucking theirs. Yeah. I don't know. For, for me, and I, I, it's funny. I can't even remember how we kind of got on this topic. Uh, I think the whole thing is is a wash. It's like a. I think they, they need to to move on from whatever whatever party it's going to be, whether it's coach whether it's quarterback whether it's you know defensive pieces they need maybe to fire steve kime maybe it's maybe it's all um because steve kime cannot draft yeah but I'm, I'm not not impressed so yeah steelers should fire matt canada well i mean yes yes they should that may happen this offseason I'm also sad we won't get to see the Trubisky redemption arc. Dude, Steelers gave that game to the Ravens. I mean, yes, we did. It's too bad. That was uh. With, I think with Kenny Pickett, they would have won that game. Probably. With Kenny Pickett, doesn't make those mistakes. Well, you know, it's it's a lot of things. You know, it's it's Kenny Pickett and her. It's Trubisky, you know, coming in cold and throwing those interceptions. It's you know Boswell getting From the, the kick blocked. It, it, it's it's a lot of those things. It's you know it's you've been running the football great the last few fucking weeks. I don't. Know. They 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 kind of got a gift. They got you know two gifts. You know, you you didn't have to play against Lamar Jackson and. Huntley leaves the game, so you're playing against the the third string essentially, and you can't get it done. It's 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 disappointing because I mean, o- otherwise it's a game that Lamar wins, and though the Ravens haven't been playing exceptionally well, I think there's a lot of people that would estimate if Lamar plays that Pittsburgh perhaps loses by maybe ten points. So yeah, it's 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 a disappointing that they couldn't win that game. Steelers actually beat Lamar Jackson a lot. No, they have no, no doubt. Um, it's just that that that's one of those gifts. You know, I think the, the, the Ravens are doing everything they can to let Lamar walk. Being future Lions quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Anybody, because dude, what do they put around him? That offense is trash. Yeah, because Gray Roman is horrible. Lamar Jackson wasn't even playing good the last, like, eight games before he got hurt. Oh, absolutely not. Their entire offense is about a joke. 
Mark Andrews hasn't been the same player he was the last few years. Oh, trust me, I know. Like, I'm going to say that due to injury, but. If you're Lamar Jackson, why do you go back? Because uh, they franchise you or they write you the biggest paycheck. Those are the two reasons. Lamar Jackson going to the Panthers. I don't think that they have the money to pay him. Who the fuck are they paying? The Panthers? Hold on. I'm going to the cap. Uh, Paul, you there? I'm here. Paul, tell me about your first car. Chevy Silverado. Earned. (laughs) That's a very, very relevant detail. (laughs) All right. This year, they're spending... 280. Next year they're spending 225. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Panthers this year have 10 million in cap space. Next year have $86,000 in cap space. They can't even sign the rookie class. What are they even paying? 2024, they're back up to 144. Let's see. Who are they paying next year? Matt Rule. Uh, Sam Darnold has a $19 million hit. Shaq Thompson, who's not even on the team anymore, has... uh, And they're not going to cut him. Uh, He's in Buffalo. Uh, They're not going to cut him because he's owed that that $19 million. That's $19 million cap hit if you cut him. So they're going to keep him. Uh, Taylor... Moten? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who apparently has a $53 million contract. Uh, they're paying him $7 million next year. Uh, Cam Irving is another six. Derek Brown's another six. DJ Moore is another six. There's a lot of, lot of sixes. And then they have carryover dead money from Robbie Anderson, Matt Paredes, Chris McCaffrey, Hassan Ruddick, Baker Mayfield, Trey Boston, Morgan Fox, Dan Arnold, AJ Boyer. My God. And Denzel Perryman. They have a lot of money tied up. They're not good with their money. Yeah, somebody's got to be held no. accountable for that. That's horrible. I'm sorry. That was this year's cap space. Next year, Shaq Thompson has a $25 million cap hit. Taylor Moten has a $25 million cap hit. Christian McCaffrey is a $18 million dead money cap hit. Robbie Anderson is a $10 million dead money cap. They're not good with their money. They have five guys. I guess it seems like that you kind of have to overpay yeah, they're they're five guys over fifteen million in dead money now, or in cap money next year. Two of them are at twenty five. So that's a quarter of your. No, that's that's twenty percent of your entire cap in two guys. Yes, no, 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 Lamar Jackson's in the Panthers. <laughs> Well, I guess a team like the Panthers, you have to like overpay for mediocrity. 
I mean, they were good for a little while. Well, it's a team that, you know, the post Super Bowl appearance, Cam Newton era, it just never it never really, you know, revamped or anything and it kind of just fell into disrepair as it is now. Yep. Hey, can you guys guess who has the most cap space next year? I'll give you a GSWD point if you get it. Hmm. Or who are the Panthers? Who has the most salary cap space? Like this upcoming offseason? Yes. The Lions. Uh, it is not the Lions. They're about halfway down the list. Philadelphia. It is not Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Phillies are right in the middle of the mix. And Major League Baseball. No, no, they're the same. <laughs> uh, Seattle? Seattle is top five, but they're not number one. It's burning. All right, hold on. So, quick, quick correction, because I think I'm seeing a pattern here. Who has the most free cap space next year is what I was getting at. Pittsburgh. It is not Pittsburgh. Where are they on the list? They're at 20 million. The Giants Giants have 60 million. They're number three next year. The New York football Jets. The Jets are about halfway down the list. They're two below the Steelers at 16 million free. Is it the Bears? It is the Bears who have about $50 million more than the next team, which is just awesome. Paul, who are you signing? Uh, all the wrong guys. <laughs> $125 million in cap space. Wow. Is hope, insane. Hope you guys are Offensive linemen coming out of the freaking class. Hope you guys are ready to see Saquon Barkley get a six-year, five hundred million dollar deal. God, could you imagine? That'd be pretty crazy. Some shit there. At one hundred twenty-five million dollars, second place is anybody. One guess the, each. You said the Giants were third, right? Correct. One guess the each. Texans. No. Um, I'm going to go with Indianapolis. Incorrect. Mm. What is not the Kansas City Chiefs? That is correct. <laughs> so San Francisco. Is Washington playing a lot of people? Paul, what team did you say? San Francisco. They are in the middle of the pack. Number two is actually the Falcons at $72 million. They're going to be bad. They're probably going to be bad. It'll be fun to so, watch. They've been fun to watch all year. Uh, in order of your answers, the Texans are eighth, or I'm sorry, ninth. The Colts are 11th. The 49ers are 18th. Hmm. Well, the Bears are going to sign. I mean, I would imagine they're going to just go straight for off, uh, best offensive lineman available. Yep, and he's a f- packer. No, I don't think it's going to be best offensive lineman, best offensive line men, multiple. I, I, 
I think they're going to – my guess would be they're going to try to sign, I would say, two offensive linemen and at least one pass rusher in free agency. All right, so let's see your options real quick. This is fun. I enjoy this. Andrew, I know who's re-signing with the Steelers this offseason. Who's that? Trevon Hargrave. Really? Um, we need a defensive tackle. <laughs> and they usually do that shit. Did he sign just for that? How many years has it been? Two? Three years. It's been three years. It's been three years, wow. All right, Paul. Dalton you have tackle Orlando Brown Jr. is going to be a free agent. Yep. You have right tackle Jack Conklin. You have center Rodney Hudson. You have right tackle George Fance. Center Connor McGovern. Center Jason Kelsey. Guard Justin Pugh. Guard Roger Saffold. Well, I don't think. I don't think Kelsey's going anywhere. I think he ends up resigning with the Eagles. Probably. Um, I thought, what's it? Did Quentin Nelson resign? I thought he was a free agent. Quentin Nelson? Yeah. Did he already sign? Did he oh, already... yeah. He signed, he signed like a $100 million deal. I remember that. That was a while ago. Um... Um, I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, the thing is, is like, I don't really know enough. So it's like, to me, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? It's like, well, Orlando Brown is a very good left tackle. Jack Conklin is a pretty all right right tackle, and Rodney Hudson's a pretty all right center. Isn't Rodney Hudson like fifty three? Rodney Hudson is fifty three, but we took it. Uh, fucking Andrew Whitworth when he was like thirty eight. Yeah, Cody, you never know. I mean, basically oh, Jenkins. I think the only person on the offensive line that's safe is in terms of not being a potential cap casualty is Kevin Jenkins. Or rookie or whatever, two years. I don't know what they're going to do because, like, like, I don't know what they're going to do at corner because, like, they like Jalen Johnson and they love Kendall Vildor and they love Kyler Gordon. But, like, they need somebody that knows what they're doing, you know, that's not fucking 22 years old. You know, their linebackers, like, they're really high on that Jack Sanborn undrafted kid. But, like, I don't know what that's going to be enough. And, like, they they have no pass rush. Their, their defense is so bad. So, got Robert Quinn to the Eagles. And then got injured. <laughs> He had to he sign off. said he wasn't feeling well. Who said he wasn't feeling well? Mock. When the hell did he say that? I missed that. It was in the chat. Yeah. He signed off a little while ago. I signed off because I saw him. I just didn't know if he was just having technical difficulties or if Kendall was mean to him. Probably <laughs> the second one. For being well, honest. Listen, I try my best to be mean to everyone. Kendall's literally the worst person I know. Yeah, it's either Kendall or Vito. Man, how could you put Vito in that conversation? How can you compare him to Kendall? It's pretty easy. 
Ruthless, you guys. Ruthless. Are we, are we drafting shapes tonight? That'd actually be pretty funny. You know, it's funny. We actually have drafted shapes before. Have we? Have we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is drafted? Shapes. Shapes? Yeah, we've drafted shapes. What about colors? We do colors? We did things that are yellow last week. Ooh, yeah, another color thing. About things that are green. No. Green sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> I'd be down to do a draft of some of some, uh, some kind. Yeah, we could do a draft. That's fine. I'll let Paul pick it because he's good at picking things. I have to pick it. Yeah. What Say things are green. Say things are green. Say things are green. I'll do that one. Um, give me a second. Me. Are you getting scrolled through the channel? No, I'm getting to my list of uh, because I have some. Oh, Kendall, your girl uh. Your girl attacked Bianca Belair today. Oh, did she? Yeah. She, Black China. She's supposed to be fighting. Um, what's her face? Um, my favorite wrestler. What's her face? Lover. Um, I can't think of her name. Oh, Bailey. For a number one contender. Maybe she won, and that's why. Oh, maybe. Belair was out there. You ass. The fuck's my list? Because I made a list of a bunch of different draft categories, and then I separated them. Kyle, I'm not doing it. I need to read it. Pretty sure he doesn't have to. I can tell you what it said. Does it say pooping mess? It does not. Oh, that's what it says. Uh, no. Asshole. Paul, is that what it said? Favorite poop. It's what one of them said. For Breeze sense. Man, I got okay. I'll take Island Breeze with the first pick. <laughs> I, I I have a really good one, but I think I want to save it for when Mock is on. That's fair. Because I feel like I feel like he would appreciate this. I feel like what you're saying is that we're not. No, no, no! I did, like this is going to be a good thing to get like everybody mad. <laughs> so it, it would be great to have all four of all four of you here with me for that one. The sneak peek, or just not going to tell us? I I'll tell you if you guys want, but I think it's better to like genuinely have the reactions. Your call. Well, let's save I'm it. Then. I'm not happy with surprises. I'd like he's, surprises. He's gonna I, say like draft of, I was going to say draft of controversial opinions. That's everything. But here, here, no, no, no. Here's, here's the stipulation. It has to be a contro- controversial thought that everybody else in the group opposes. I can't think of a draft topic. I can't find All my right, list. you know what? Fuck it. Let's do that. Okay. So, controversial opinions. Everybody else in the, in the group has to disagree with you on said opinion. Are we going, like, specifically sports? No. Okay. Just anything. Hmm. 
life. That's weird, though. It's usually I just disagree with Mark. So it has to be something that... We all say plenty of things that everybody disagrees with. Like... All right, you know what? Think on that for one. Let me let me see if I can think of that. Man, look at this. What? Kyler Murray, Marco Winslow, Mac jo- or sorry, Jack Jones, Devontae Parker, Ram- uh, Ramondre Stevenson, all injured in the first half, out for remainder of game. Wow. I uh, I saw that text. Ramondre Stevenson has come back in though. Did he? Yes, I just got the tweet from. Oh, the halftime, uh, the halftime thing just said out for. <laughs> Unless that was an old tweet that referenced another time you went out and came back in. No, nah, TVs are always wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, man, this is tough. Kyle. Yeah. Give us a draft. All right, let's do. What draft are we doing? I'm asking Kyle to pick one. Let's just do things that are green. Uh, yeah. Let's just get it over with. Makes Kyle happy. We'll do. We'll do five rounds. All right. Let me let me get the let me get the randomizer. Kyle, we get two challenge flags. If you, so it'll be a little different because now there's four of us. So if Massey makes a pick and you challenge it, me and Kendall get to decide if the challenge is overturned or not. Okay. You can state your case as to why you think it should be overturned, but like we get the ultimate decision. Okay. Oh my God, the Nets. <laughs> All right, you got Paul, Mass, Kyle, Kendall. All right. Yeah, hold on. That works. Things that are free. Go ahead, Paul. First. Um, I mean, I'm just. I'm gonna take grass. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. Solid. Um, All right, where are you going with this ball? I'm gonna go ahead and take money. Solid pick. Uh, I'm gonna challenge, Solid. and uh, I'm gonna say it has to be cash. Show me a green quarter. No, I'm just joking. The money is fine. I'll take a dollar bill over a quarter. Um, I'm going to take now. I'm going to say the Ninja Turtles. Is that cool? I'm fine with it. Question. Not yeah. Question. Does he have to? Do we think he has to pick a specific turtle, or does he just get all four turtles? Hmm. Are you going to throw the challenge flag on it? Um, I'm not. I think you can, you can take the lump because honestly, I'm not going to draft any of those guys. That's fine. 
That's fine. Yeah, that is. Okay. Kendall, you have back-to-backs. With the back-to-back. Um... Hmm, I'll tell you, money was clever. I was actually kind of thinking that before we were kind of we're, we're talking stuff. Um, I will take my first pick, the avocado. I like those a lot. And... Never fed you for an avocado guy. Uh, it, it's more of a more recent thing. I'd say in the past five years or so. Um, I don't know. I used to I used to dislike it, and then I, I don't know. I guess tastes change. Right. Which second one? And my second one will be. Damn, I don't know. Um, I will take. You literally can't think of five green things. But I want it. I want it to be good. Let me start it off, bad. <laughs> Kyle, for someone who's never had it before, you should shut up. I no, it's disgusting. It's a terrible reason. Uh, All right. Um, to move things along, I will take the New York Jets helmet. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so again, I think like because we already established this with the Ninja Turtles, I think you just get the New York Jets uniforms. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I like New- Anybody else uh, hear Edge's theme song playing when Mike White got sacked? No. <laughs> no. I didn't even see the sack. Was it that bad? Dude, he got speared, literally speared. Like, if you watch it and almost, if you watch it in slow mo, you can literally watch his helmet start popping off of his head as he's dragged down to the ground, shoulder into the fucking stomach. Who speared him? And did they get a penalty flag? I don't know if it. I'm taking Yoshi, by the way. Uh, okay. Wow, Kyle. What? Nothing. I didn't. He wasn't going to get to you, Paul. So don't don't be mad at Kyle for that. Oh. I'm mad at Kyle because I was about to take him, but what fucked up? I might uh, have fucked up. What Yoshi? Man? No. You said wow, and it made me think of something. It's you, I can't believe it wasn't your first pick. I know. Paul, well, do you care if I take it? Go ahead. <laughs> Give me the Power Ranger. Yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking, like, like all of it had to be green, if you know what I'm saying? We've literally had this discussion. Nasty. Uh, I know. Okay. What was I, the, what's the guy, what's the quarterback's name for the Jets that got hit? Mike White. Mike White. Nasty, I, I put it in my Uh, no. I already have grass, you know. So, like, the utility player, you know, kind of like face of the league. You know, mm-hmm. heavy vet. I need, I need oh, a, my God. I need a big presence down low that can, like, really handle the paint for me. 
You know, I need somebody that need that can uh, you know, somebody that can really bring intimidation to the to the court. So, just go ahead and give me. Give you what? Shrek. Shrek. I like it. What are you following that up with? And then I'm gonna follow that up with um. You know, we, we need, I think we, we've got a lot of savvy, uh, you know, players on the team, but we, we need someone that can really kind of hold the fort down. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to go that route. We need, we need unpredictability on this team. Give me Kermit the Frog. <laughs> unpredictability. That's a good pick, Paul. It is a very good pick. I'm taking my center next. You know, I feel like you got need a guy who has the opportunity to surprise you. you. Know, he's always he's never thought of as the guy, but man, when he gets in there, he's the guy. Everybody just doesn't seem to think of him as that guy for that reason. I'm going to go ahead and take Luigi. I like it. So here's my big man. He's just going to fucking pound the rock down low. I'm taking the giant green big giant. Okay, Kendall. I got back to back here. Yep. Well, I got to take my uh, my namesake from uh, the the WWE wrestling games. Uh, I'll take the Praying Mantis. Good pick. And kind of staying, you guys have uh, picked a lot of characters, which kind of you know was not even on my radar, but That's good good calls. Um, so I, to kind of join that group, I will take uh, the Incredible Hulk. God damn! I didn't think he was gonna go. That's a good not pick. Not too shabby, Kendall. Not too shabby. Well, listen, praying I... Praying Mantis was a little weak, but I'm a big fan of the Hulk pick. Oh, but listen, the Praying Mantis... That's the Connecticut State Insect, by the way. You know what? I'll give it to you. You picked the Jets uniforms. So we're already struggling here, so... It's all right. Listen, the Jets uniforms are pretty classy. Pretty terrible. Uh, I am back up. Yes. All right, so I'm taking a Homer pick here. I'm taking the Philly Fanatic. Hey, good for you, Kyle. Thank you, sir. Somebody I don't know had. If you Somebody had. Somebody to had. Oh yeah. He's the best man. You know, I, I'm torn by a lot of things here. Um. There's like three guys that I really want to pick that I think that can go here. But I think I got to take my favorite of the three rather than possibly the best out of three. Give me Bulbasaur. Nice. Nice. Oh, you got back to back, buddy. We're getting re. Some, some, I don't know if yeah, where's the way we're coming from? 
That's coming out of Kyle. Kyle, do you have us on speaker? Kyle? I mean, Fix your I microphone. What was your question, Paul? Uh, I was just saying, I have you on speaker, but then I always have you on speaker. That's fine. He, for whatever reason, had us too loud. Okay. Um, you get back to backs here, buddy. I wasn't thinking Pokemon, and now I am, and it's totally changing everything I want to do. <laughs> Uh, we are still having trouble hearing you, bud. Hello? Kind of better, not much. You know what? Uh, I feel like if you're not going to take... If, if you can't get Bulbasaur, what's the point? Right. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with some more grit and attitude. Uh, give me the Grinch. Nice, it's a good pick. I was gonna take them. Holiday specific too. Nice. And the uh, in the in the wisdom and wise words of Kendall, how can you not take yourself? Give me the Riddler. Hey, good pick. A uh, couple of couple of picks that I didn't foresee going, but really making me think different things. No, Kyle, we cannot. Man, I'm between two characters here. And I don't know who I want to pick. But I think I'm going to take the classic Mike Wazowski. Nice. Souls, you there? Mike Wazowski's a good pick. Yeah, I think uh, Kyle's had this issue. Like, only Marcus had this issue. And I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if it's internet or what, but. We lost Souls. I'll make his pick for him. I'll make his pick for him if yeah. you guys want. Yeah, make the pick for him. I mean, all if right. you get back uh, on, you can always change it. Can I, can I can I know what Kendall's team is? Kendall's team, Avocado, Jets, Praying Mantis, and Hulk. No, I'm sorry, I meant Kyle's team, sorry. Ninja Turtle, Yoshi, Jelly Green Giant, and the Fanatic. And the Fanatic. Yoshi, Jolly Green Giant, Philly Fanatic. And what and team, team. All right. So Kyle's got a lot of happiness. Kyle needs some grounding on this team. He needs someone to keep the joy in check. Give him Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch. Kendall, you're up. All right. So I've kind of been all over the map here. And um, I think, you know, you guys, you know, took a lot of stuff that, you know, you like. So, I mean, I think I, I can't shy away. I got to pick something that I like. So, uh, I think with my last pick, I'll take the Burlington Northern Railroad. All right. I mean, train. So, he's lost, right? Listen, I mean, you got to check it out. That's a great paint scheme. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, th I think Kendall got... <laughs> 
pun intended, derailed. Um, I think Kendall got screwed up when we started taking characters. I think Kendall was thinking more of like plants and animals and vegetables and things like that. Like Kendall was trying to think of like something green that you just find around the house, not like a character on TV. I tell you what, you know who could have been taken and wasn't? Like the Geico Gecko. Oh, that's a good pick. Remember the remember the Gecko video game? There was like, a Gecko video. Gek? Do you remember that, Mass? You mean Gek? Yeah. It was like a 007 game, but you were Gecko. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gex. G E X. Gex. Enter the Gecko. But wait, it wasn't. Like, yes, but it wasn't like a, like insurance themed video game, right? Like. <laughs> No, Kendall. This is this is what the cover looked like. Look in the memes channel. Oh, this was before then. Oh, we gotta scroll down. Huh? You know that actually is kind of familiar. Did I lose everybody? No. Nope. Can you just stop talking for some reason? I think my my internet dropped a second. I I do actually kind of remember seeing this. Like ever. Gex. (laughs) I I always get confused on like where to look. Where the memes page, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I used to play that game. That game was sick. It was certainly a different time. That was probably a standalone, right? Uh, yes. I don't believe that there was a sequel released. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kendall. There were three of them. <laughs> I think, well, hey, I guess it was popular enough to make more than one. Definitely. Here's the, here's the third one. Oh my god, that was made by Eidos? That's a, that's a great cover. I like as you get going, there's a human woman in the background. Although he traded in his, his awesome tux for whatever that thing is. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like a kung fu thing. <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe it's white tux. But I like the very real person behind him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Deep cover gecko. And Eidos is the company that went on to merge into Square Enix. And they have a lot of good games, but a lot of very old games. Uh... Eidos Interactive Games. Let's see. When was uh, that game out? That was 95. Let's see. I'm pretty sure they did the Thief series. Uh... Maybe I'm remembering wrong. I know they did Resident Evil. Oh, there we go. There's the there's Steve. 
They did Final Fantasies eight. Hitman Gundam forty seven. Huh. They had a lot of good old stuff. Shout out to Idos. Uh Toast of Dissexcellence Idos though, because they put out Deus Ex Invisible War, which is one of the worst games I've ever played. Um all right, you guys ready to play a quick little new game I made? Takes two seconds. Sure. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to give you a line. You're going to tell me if you're taking the over or under. And we'll, you know, if, I mean, you guys, it's only, it's not as much fun with two people, but, um, and then I'll give you the stats after. All right. All right. Career rushing touchdowns for the following three players combined. Brandon Jacobs, Matt Forte, Stephen Ridley. Stephen Ridley, the running back? Yes. The running okay. back for New England and, and Pittsburgh and the Jets in Atlanta. Okay. All right. All three guys, combined rushing touchdowns. Are you taking the over or under? The line is set at 124. I'm taking the over. Well, I guess I'll take the under. You don't have to take the under. You can take the over as well if you want. So I'd like to take the exactly that number. <laughs> Either over it or under it. I will take the under still, just for conversation. All right. The over is correct. 130. Yeah, I was about to say, because Forte has like 50 on his own. And then I'm pretty sure Stephen Ridley has like another 30 or 40. Stephen Ridley has 24. Cool. Very wrong. Very lucky. <laughs> well, it's so interesting. Because Brandon Jacobs was kind of like the power back. Uh, Ridley was kind of the finesse. And then, you know, Forte was kind of the intermediate where he could, you know, you know, be the, the tough in between the tackles, but then he could also, you know, jump out and, you know, catch passes out of the backfield. So it was kind of like the happy medium. Jacobs had 60, Forte 54, Stephen Ridley 24. There you go. All right. I like it. Stephen really only played for eight years. Mm. All right. Well, I would chart my statement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what his career would have been if he had, like, stayed healthy. Yeah. So the second year he rushed for, you know, just under 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns. And then the next year, he played in 14 games, but he only started six. But he still rushed for 773 and seven touchdowns. And then he just could never stay healthy until he played in, you know, then the most games, he, he never played more than eight games in a season again until the last career, his last year of his career for the Steelers, he played in 10 games, but he didn't start. He only rushed 29 times for 80 yards and a touchdown. I think he ended up getting kind of caught up in that New England. Hey, we're gonna have a you know a trio of running backs that we're gonna use. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Closing remarks. 
Um, Kyle, don't know what happened to you. Miss you. Rest in peace, Kyle. <laughs> hey, don't say that. All right. Over, under, real quick, last one. Over, under, 29 receiving touchdowns, same three players. Uh, over. What was the number, Paul? 29. Taking the over or the under? Question is, did Forte have 28? <laughs> kind of what I'm banking on. I don't think he did. Are you taking the under? Yes. The under is correct. Matt Forte had 21. Brandon Jacobs had four. Stephen Ridley had none. Really? I, I Stephen Ridley, thought, I knew, didn't have any. I would have thought uh, he had a couple. but He was never the receiving back in that offense. No, I know, but like... Even just, you know, you play long enough, something just tends to happen. At least once. Not for Steven Ridley. Oh, apparently so. I just think it's so funny that Brandon Jacobs rushed 1,141 times in his career. Five of them in San Francisco, the rest is a giant. He played two whole games from San, for San Francisco and then left. Where did he go to after the San Fran? He went back to the Giants for a year. Did he? Yeah, he went back for one year, rushed for 238 yards and four touchdowns. That's pretty good. Was he there for – Was he? is he a two-time Super Bowl champion? Brandon Jacobs? Um, yeah. Hmm, that's a good what, question. What year, what he is a two-time Super Bowl champion. Right, they won 07 and 11, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep, he's a two-time champion. I have no closing remarks. I will say, though, that the breakfast stout is a oatmeal, dark oatmeal stout with very minimal on the roasted and coffee notes to it. Um, much more of a like a creamy stout. Very good. Delicious. 4.1 out of 10. Just kidding. 4.1 out of 5. Hey, Kendall, how was yours? My Brandon Jacobs fumbled a lot. Nineteen fumbles. Wow. Yeah. Um, I had from the Riddler collection. I had the Crown Royal XO. I, uh, I guess their uh, recipe, but finished in cognac casks. Uh, very good. Um, I actually regret because I had from the Riddler collection two other uh, Crown Royal bottles. Um, that I wish I kind of saved for a show to kind of review them in sequence to do kind of like a, a compare and contrast. Um, what I will tell you, though, is of the three, uh, I enjoy the probably the XO the most. Um, and I guess the, the, the finish to me is uh, slightly sweeter. Uh, all of the three, all very, very smooth um, compared to... The uh, just original crown, not that the one that is harsh, but just by comparison, uh, those are, are much smoother recipes. Um, there's a I'm trying to think what would be the best way to describe it. It's not, there's not really any like 
like wood notes that that really jump out to me. Just that 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 seems to be like a, a sweetness that I guess would be attributed to like I wish I I wish I knew what like cognac you know was you know the the barrel. There's not like a description on it. Maybe the box had a description, but it's very good. Very nice. Very nice. Massey, how's your water? Refreshing. Good. Excellent. Well, we're sorry that uh, we started off with Mock and Kyle and then we lost him. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully next year we just, or next week we uh, we finally get it all together. Yep. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. Nope. Be sure, be sure to like, subscribe. Yeah, sorry, Kendall. No problem. Oh, we're, we're, we're working I on it. I didn't even notice. Uh, but yeah, uh, Twitter and Instagram, GSWD underscore four. Facebook, uh, Getting Sports with the Drunk. Make sure to use hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's, you know, feeling a little under the weather or, you know, forgetting to draft the Green Ranger when you're the biggest Ranger fan in the world. <laughs> Um, we're on all the, um, podcast platforms. So be sure to, you know, follow, subscribe. Uh, we're there and we're pumping out shows every week. So stay tuned and thank you for your patronage. Mm. Now I'm the host of Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. 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 The mask Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. No. <laughs> Yeah.